Hey, Mary. Mary. Yes? Hey, it's it's me, Billy. Oh, hi, Billy. Where, where did you come from? Oh, I was just at home, but then I walked about a mile. Oh, I mean... Where is your mom? Oh, she's drunk at home. She gets real sleepy. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I just wanted to tell you I'm a really big fan of your podcast. Oh, well, thank you. You're you're welcome. Well, my mom said that uh that you don't you don't eat apple seeds after dark or else a, a big old tree will sprout out of your lungs. Oh, okay. And oh. and then she told me that we wasn't going to do no more therapy sessions on account of your podcast taught me so much. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to stop you right there, okay, what? Billy? Okay. okay, please enjoy this show as a comedy show and don't take anything said as any semblance of professional or skilled advice. Oh. Billy, it's right there in the name. You're right. Enjoy the show. Okay. Hey, everybody, this is Andy Claudfilter. And this is Mary Enright. And you're listening to Mary and Andy aren't good at this. Aren't good at this. How's it going, Mary? Uh, pretty good, I think. I had a rough day, but um, I'm happy to be here now. Yes, I'm currently um, enjoying <laughs> the the grace of a beautiful a beautiful day, um, and as a result, seasonal allergies are back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that's a true. A new thing to complain about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I just realized when I said I had a rough day. Truthfully, I had a rough like 20 minutes at the beginning of my day. <laughs> yes. And then I was just like, okay, here we I'm go. I'm gonna let this 20 minutes drag the rest of my day <laughs> right. into the dirt. I yeah, do that too. So. It wasn't bad, but when it happened this morning, I like spilled a bunch of cereal milk everywhere, and oh, I was sure. like, I was like, I'm gonna complain about this later yes. to Andy. So. And you can only and you only spill cereal and milk and things like that when you're in a bad mood. Anyways, it's too. true. I think it's so, true. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so the first thing I wanted to talk about today was um, the Facebook group. We had our, uh, this time we didn't do a traditional poll, like a yes, no, one, one or the other question. We wanted to make it a little more open. So um, in lieu of Mary last time announcing to everyone that she was ungrateful for mayonnaise. Yes. Um, the, the hard hitting fact that everybody's still talking about. I still am. Still talking about. We decided to ask everybody, uh, what are you ungrateful? for. Um, and we got some really, really great answers from that. And we just wanted to go through and read some of those as we promised. So. Yeah. Um, I've got one here from Jen. Uh -huh. um, she is ungrateful for travel coffee mugs with leftover spoiled milk slash coffee oh, no. inside. Or when my guy, her guy, not my guy. <laughs> it's not my guy. It's her guy. Or when my guy brings home three dirty coffee cups at a time that have been sitting in his office all week long. And I open them to pour them out and wash them and gag from the nastiness. I know this from having sippy cups that have gone lost. And Sorry, that was a little too descriptive maybe. You're Jen. Weak. No, Jen. It's cool. I'm a mom. We can talk about literally anything. I just had a guttural reaction to that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so second, uh, we had uh, Cedar who said, I'm ungrateful for people who drive Priuses well over the speed limit. It's uncanny how many I see speeding. I believe it's a militant sleeper cell of llama ranchers. That is extremely specific. Yes, all I the way llama throughout. Ranchers. I, I do know for that one in particular, we had a couple people say, well, hold on a second in response to that. So thank you, Cedar. Uh, thank you, Cedar. Okay, Cora. Um, I am ungrateful for people who set up appointments to buy your items on Facebook Marketplace, and then three hours after the appointment, maybe I know buy. 
dude, I put pants on for you. <laughs> That's relatable. I work at home uh, a good amount of days during the week, and so, yes, I understand the, the struggle of pants actually having to physically be put on. Um, I had, one time, I had a giant zit. Oh. Only once. No, just, yeah. just one time ever. <laughs> but I put this like spot treatment thing. It was like purple on my zit. And mm-hmm. I was just like going to let it chill. And I forgot about it. And then a neighbor came to the door to like ask me a question. <laughs> and I just went and like answered the door. And I, we had a conversation. <laughs> and I didn't even think about it until like... I mean, seriously, it was probably like an hour and a half later. <laughs> and and like, I look in the okay? mirror. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I have that purple like dried zit thing in the middle of my forehead and from that day on they remembered that yeah um next up was chelsea oh yes the bird of the midwest about to make its yearly appearance the beeing mosquito <laughs> uh yes the mosquitoes are on their way back i've already seen those big dumb male mosquitoes the ones Have that are you? just huge i've seen a few of them just kind of like lumbering around they're still the dumb ones are the only ones that are alive thus far it seems like but okay just just a few not a lot but i've seen them they're the ones, they're not the bloodsuckers. No, they're just the just gangrely, the easy-to-kill ones that are just huge and don't suck blood. Those are mosquitoes? I thought that was a totally different bug. It could be. <laughs> I'm, I I believe they're mosquitoes, but I huh. might be wrong. I don't know either. Let's, but you know what's gross is when you kill a mosquito and there's blood and you're like, is this my blood yes. or is this somebody else's blood? It's like, do I now have a disease now as a result of killing this mosquito on me? Probably. Okay. Um, Rachel, who I know and adore, is, um, I'm extremely ungrateful for men who think randomly inserting gross sexual innuendos into conversation is somehow appropriate. If you're trying to flirt with me, have some damn balls and ask me out or something, but testing the waters this way is weak AF. Family. (laughs) (laughs) Weak as family and just might get you throat punched at this point. I'm scared. I'm kidding. I don't have to be scared because I don't do that. I but... literally, when I read that message, I private messaged her. Are you dating? Because I know somebody. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just like, I did. It's like, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yes, no, I, I can relate. Unfortunately, uh, many of my species are not great. Um, um, okay. Lastly, Linda. I'm ungrateful for seasonal allergies. Yes, oh, Linda. You were just talking about that. Yes. Preach. First, we go through a long, crappy, cold winter, and then we are greeted, greeted with spring, like, look at how beautiful it is, with watery eyes, sore, scratchy throats, sinus congestion, of loss of your voice that you essentially can't do anything about. I mean, come on. It's... <laughs> it's exp- expletive. Um, uh, someday we're just going to open the floodgates. Yeah, I know. We're, we're still, like, like hesitantly, like, approaching, like, the explicit tag, but still haven't embraced it yet, so. Because once it, once it comes. Once the, the, the gate is open it and it will come. It comes fury. We were literally talking about this before, is that if we start swearing, it will just be, it will be all that. <laughs> Pretty much we're just, yes. like, like three well, prepositions and, and 47 swear words. But that's how I tell a story. Yes, true. Um, so thank you everybody uh, for, for commenting those. And to those of you who haven't yet, um, the thing's still up. So you still obviously can comment yours. Uh, it's a safe space. If you just need to vent on something, please do. We always love to hear from everybody. So. Yes, we want to hear from you. Um, so you want to do a thing? Yeah. Let's do a thing. Okay. Okay. Um, Oh. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, this is everybody's favorite segment that's coming up next, of course. It is. You know it. You love it. It is Andy's story time. What? You thought it was me, but it's not. It's Andy. 
a hot new twist on a, on a popular old school song. Um, well, goodness. Okay, so, but you're the one who tells stories though, right? Um, I will probably still tell a story or two throughout this, but... Um, I know that I don't have the monopoly on stories. Okay, well, I guess that's true. So, um, so ladies and gentlemen, here is our new segment. This is kind of a switcheroo Freaky Friday episode, apparently. We're just doing um, whatever we want. We're just doing whatever we want. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, so I did have a couple stories that I prepped. Um, these are less recent stories, but they just kind of... For me, they kind of uh, went in together, and, and I'll tell you them, and then you'll kind of be able to connect the dots on that. I'm excited. So the first one I'm going to tell, just I'm going to tell these in chronological order. The first one, um, this was I think in eighth grade. Okay, which is everyone's favorite time. This is to the be favorite alive. time, especially everybody's so nice to each other and everything. But so I'm in a class, and uh, and as a friend of mine, we always kind of had a relationship where it was kind of like um, I don't know. I'm just socially weird. We're all socially weird. We're mean to each other sometimes. He said something in class about, they were talking like something in a story about hunting or something like that. And huh. he said something about shotguns. And he's like, yeah, he's like, no, they can hit him from like a hundred yards away or something like that. And I said, in response to that, I said, well, if you know anything about guns, like I do, shotguns have a scatter spray. And so you wouldn't be able to hit something from that distance. And his response immediately afterwards words was, and this is in class in front uh -huh. of everybody. He's like, well, if you knew anything about guns, you'd know that they have slugs, which <laughs> which you could hit. And I was like, oh, okay. So the reason I tell that story is because immediately following that after class, he's like, Andy, what was it? I'm like, you didn't have to blast me like that. I said I didn't know anything about guns. And the but reason did I didn't, said, no. I did not say that. <laughs> I absolutely didn't. But it made sense. Here's the thing is saying I didn't know anything about guns made sense. Uh -huh. And I stuck with that story and he brought it up so many times because we were friends. So we hung out a lot and stuff like that. He brought it up uh, all the time. And like I lied to other people about it. Like, oh, that makes sense. Man, they were acting so weird, like reacting that uh -huh. way. And it took me until senior year of high school to finally inform him that I did say that so I know a lot the about. the whole time. Oh, I knew the whole time exactly what I said. I just lied because I'm like, well, it's less embarrassing and makes him look like a jerk. Uh, and I let that play out, and, and it came up a shocking amount of times, was the amount of times this came up. Well, so, yeah, because he's not going to drop it, because he's like, he keeps lying Yeah, I know, me. yes, yes. So, so uh, not burdened with a lot of honesty uh, back then, but, uh, and, and so you'll kind of see the connection with the second story, too. So, when I was in college, I think I was a, a junior in college, um, I was at the U of I and I was living with two of my uh, friends, uh, Luke and Tim, uh, who are also listeners of the show. Hi, guys. Um, I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about the guns. I just want to say that yes, you had, um, you just had bad luck because if I had been in the audience for that story, I would have totally bought what you said. Yeah. You're like, this is like, like what, an expert. Yeah. So it's just kind of, you know, it's just the luck of the draw. This is the thing is I, it was just one of those things I was so embarrassed because I'm like, why did I even say that? I'm, I have no credentials to say, especially in eighth grade, I have no credentials or anything to be like, well, if you're an expert on guns like me. Um, so it was a very weird comment, but that was just, it was more of the example of like, this is how long I will allow a lie to go on and how many times I will tell the same lie to the point where I literally believe it. Right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, where it's like at that point, like it was like, oh yeah, wait, no, that wasn't really what happened. Um, or was or it? Or was it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the I other, to that. the other one. So I'm living with my with my buds Luke and Tim. Okay. Um, and I, uh, well, let's say we we d 
did drinking. Um, that was the thing that happened in college. I was 21. Yeah. I was 21. I was legally allowed legal. to drink. We never talk about illegal things here, so that's good. Heidi. Um, <laughs> Mary does. <laughs> um, and so, so okay, so let's start out the, the setting up the story. So I owned a dagger at this time. Okay. Okay, so when I say a dagger. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, how big okay. is a dagger? Okay, so a dagger is, uh, I'm going to show her, it's probably about like a, ruler. a foot and a half. Um, two feet, somewhere like that. It was about, I would say about a foot and a half. Okay. Um, was how long this dagger was. I like how I said ruler instead of a foot. <laughs> ruler... <laughs> like just a rule. Oh, like, oh, the standard ruler that everything fits into. Um, so I own this dagger. It had a sheath and it, it was like a very ornate, fancy dagger. Don't ask why. I, I mean, it was literally just like, I was at a store one time and said, this looks badass. <laughs> so, well, it probably was. Um, and so I bought it. Um, so I think one night I was, uh, drinking um, and was playing with the dagger, just kind of like putting great. it in and out of the sheath, just because that's what you do. Oh, great. Um, and uh, one of my friends was sitting, they're sitting on the couch, and I'm sitting in my recliner, and he says something that was just kind of just, they were poking fun at me, and they frustrated me. And so the dagger was in the sheath, and I whipped it at the ground, like almost like directly in front of me. They're like eight feet from me, so it went in front of me, hit the ground, and then at an angle bounced in the air and hit one of my friends directly in the chest. Oh my God. But the thing was, is that it was a sheathed dagger. So it was a I dagger in a sheath. would still be pissed. So here's the thing. He was, because that's how <laughs> humans react when you get hit with a dagger. Oh my Regardless, God. Regardless, he was, he got up because he's not normally a super angry guy, but he got up and was like, what the hell? Like, and yes, freaking so. out. And I'm like, like, what? It was in a sheath. I didn't mean to. Okay. And I would react your way too. If I'd be like, I did. Cause you're like, oh crap. Oh crap. Yeah, you're like, yeah. and so, <gasps> downplay, downplay. <laughs> so, so, um, and here's the thing. I think it took, oh, let's see from that time, probably another four years before I, three years, we'll say three years maybe until I finally apologized. <laughs> Admitted that like, like it wasn't. Thing, I was like, I'm sorry. Cause I would be like, I'm sorry it happened. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I don't accept any blame in this. Like that it was, was, it just bounced that way, dude. It just yeah. got like, somehow it got flung from my hand yes. in your direction yes. after I was upset with you. Yes. And but I didn't control the way it bounced. Yeah. I mean, in, in, in factual accuracy it was, but here's the thing. So the com common theme behind these are I have I have had in the past problems with admitting I'm wrong. And um, I, I can still have it today and not to that degree where it's like we're going to hold out for this long. They're both weapons but, too. But I think between that of the, the theme of like Hey, I can't admit that I'm wrong. I'm, I have problems just saying like, "Hey, listen." Like, oh yeah, they were both weapons. Really. Yeah. Um, of saying like, "Listen, like, I messed up." Like yeah. that, and it's it's amazing to me that that was such a hard thing to do. It's so hard. Um, because <clears throat> for some reason it's like I lose now if I if I do that. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, the other part, kind of, we were talking about was the fact that I will literally trick myself at some point into believing that that's really what happened. Yeah. Like, even though I, I couldn't change the facts about the dagger story. Like, of the thing, like, no, this was just an accident. And, and, like, to not have it come into conscious, like, dude, you still hit a guy in the chest with a dagger, you like, know? There's nothing I could have done to possibly prevent that yeah, from happening. Like, yeah, like, this is the first time that someone has been hit in the chest with the dagger since 1874. And, like, and yet you're acting like it's yeah. not a big deal. Um, well, I think, like, for me, well, one, because I don't like to admit that I am fallible and that I'm human and that I sometimes just do really stupid things. Yes. But I'm also, like, I'm super sensitive. So I 
have this like double-edged sword to keep with the weapon theme but um where it's like i get mad at people for things i get my feelings hurt and then if i do something super similar though i expect for them to be like so much more resilient yes that i would be in that exact same situation and yeah it's um I, I think part of it too is I don't like to admit that I was wrong because I don't want to admit to myself that I did something mm-hmm. wrong. Like, I don't want to be mad at myself. Yeah. You know, like, dang it, why did you do that? Yeah. And that's also a big theme is like the I didn't mean to. Like, mm-hmm. for the longest time, I really just like in my heart for some reason believed if you didn't mean to, it was okay. Unless somebody else did it and they didn't mean to. And yeah. then it's, then it's, and it's amazing we have this double standard. And, and that's something people I can still be guilty of today very, very frequently. It's just like, getting mad about something and, and yeah not thinking like if the roles were reversed um now obviously the difference today is a lot of the times like yeah i'll have the anger and stuff like that and the frustration but then like after the fact you can be like hey like talk to them and be like listen i'm you know sorry about that like i didn't my four-year-old says um well i've asked him before like why did you do that and he'll say i don't know and okay. i and that's the truth <laughs> right like i'm like i get it like I understand. young gandhi yes i'm like okay i'm like i, I understand that feeling yeah. and also too like recently he's been saying he's learned um because kids I think they like figure they're they're tricky they're sneaky and Mm -hmm. like he's figured out if I say it was an accident somewhere in his brain he's figured out that that is like a lesser consequence than doing something on purpose but he doesn't know what it means and so finally because he would say it was an accident when it was clearly not an accident and I asked him I said what does that mean what is an accident and he like couldn't tell me you know and it was and so it's just kind of though it's the thing with lesser consequences yes the thing that I want (laughs) the thing where I want to not be in trouble so yeah I mean I think that we come by that at a very you know young age and it's that it's that fear of like nobody wants to upset somebody that I mean well truthfully I don't care if I upset someone that I don't care about you know what I mean (laughs) yeah yeah like but if I upset somebody that I truly care about I don't like that feeling so yeah no I I totally know what you mean it's it's I've had enough times of disappointing people that care about me and things like that that but that being said I'm still like I'm I'm very self-conscious. I'm like, oh, I don't know who this person is. I'm sorry, cashier. I don't want to upset <laughs> yeah. you. Um, but yeah, so that was the first and, and possibly last edition of Andy Storytime. Oh, so it's not the last. It'll come back. Yeah, when you least expect it's it. It's the new Dark Horse. It's the Dark Horse's shadow. Like the monster the, from the deep. Yes. So, um, so yeah, so thanks for that. And uh, we're going to be going on to our next segment. Okay, yeah. You have a question for us, Mary? Maybe I from one do. Of our listeners? I do, I do. Okay. Um, I was still thinking about what you were talking about, so I wasn't really prepared. Sure, you're fine. Um, but luckily, technology exists in the palm of my hand. Yes, I love technology. Okay. <laughs> all right. This question is another anonymous. I don't know what it says that all of my friends like. All don't. your friends are like, I don't want you to know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's fine. Okay. Um, they say they live in Urbana. I will say that. Oh. Okay. Um, so get to Facebook stocking, search all of Urbana. All of Urbana, yeah. like I bet it's I got it done to two people. Okay, their question is how do you deal with a close relative when they post lots of political stuff yeah. as particularly stuff you do not agree with uh-huh. on Facebook? Do you just ignore it or do you try and have a conversation about it? Oh, well that, okay. And then they followed up and they said, um, I started to think about it and wondered if I would care if this stuff was in line with my views, but I think I just get sick of all the political stuff, period. Sure. Um, no, that's a really good question because, you know, it's, I mean, she said family members, but you know, I mean, I, I have people that are, 
you know, friends and everything like that. Friends especially, which is like, hey, we're around each other all the, all the time. And the only reason I'm aware of their political views is because right. Facebook exists. Yes. And there's a lot of people that don't post anything about it. And I find out in person just very, like, in casual conversations, they're talking to somebody else. But so on Facebook, we're talking about that because that's kind of the one where I'm exposed to it the most. So I guess first off, I... Okay, this is a weird way of saying this. So I have I have always been fervently like, I'm not talking about that. I'm not posting that. I'm not sharing your stuff. And yet there are people on Facebook who are so into like their political thing and they so dislike people be like, oh, I don't talk about politics. That now there's like a whole new thing of like, you people who aren't, don't talk about politics are like the ones letting the terrorists win. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're like, they're like, you're the ones who yeah. are like, are going to be the downfall of society. And I'm like, cool. So, so I'm like, I'm just like, when I joined Facebook in 2005, okay, um, which I mentioned this exclusively because just think about Andy in 2005. Um, I'm a sophomore, freshman or sophomore in, in college. Did you still have to be a college student back then? Yes. So it was, I, I was super excited because like I was at Parkland at the, the junior college at the time. My friends were at the U of I and they had it already. And then eventually the floodgates opened to let us ju- nice. JUCO people in yeah. there. And so I was stoked. The last thing I was thinking at the time when I joined Facebook was like, one day I'm going to have to shoulder the responsibility of fighting tyranny on Facebook yeah. with uh, political posts. And so, um, so I don't know, I guess it's, it's something that's become so natural to me is just like, I ignore it. I mean, cause that's the thing is you see them and you get frustrated and you get angry and you, I'm sure Mary can attest to this is post typed deleted. Yes, right. Cause I, I think it's going to be this really, everybody thinks that their post is going to be the one that's going to click. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is the explanation I've always given to people that's the best for my mind is at least for politics and you can disagree with anybody can disagree with me, that's fine. Is if you were on Facebook whenever the the dress thing came along, the there was the golden it was golden white to oh, some okay. people yeah. and blue and black to some people. That. And when you found out the reason that everybody was disagreeing on this was because people physically saw a different thing to you. It was uh-huh. not they had a dumb opinion and just were like, Your eyes are stupid. It was literally, there was a scientific explanation, like, we can't see this the same way. And I, at least for my mind, it's been so much easier for my peace of mind, for my ability to live, for my ability to make a difference on a micro level, like in my own life and people around me, rather than trying to fight these macro battles of things that happen far outside my reach. And I appreciate those of you who do do the battles. I'm just not one of them. Is for the purposes of my sanity, as I have to say, people just, they... They see black and blue and I see white and gold. Like that's, it's not, there's not that they're dumb or I'm dumb. It's just, we just see different things. Okay. I mean, I understand, I understand those words. No, please, please, please. (laughs) Um, I do guess have, okay. So I, one thing about Facebook, which, um, I just recently had it brought to my attention and it makes so much sense is that Facebook automatically separates us into like-minded groups, uh-huh. right? So, like, for instance, like, my newsfeed, I have been super surprised by election results because I've been like, there is no yes, way in hell exactly. this joker is going to get elected <laughs> and th- because nobody on my newsfeed sure. wants... And then, guess what? No spoilers on who you're talking about there. Oh, you know, yeah. I... I, I um, when, when history is written, I... I'm fine with being vocal that I think that our president is a moron. Um, but, um, okay. 
so but that that came as a total surprise to me and but that being said there are people i do have people that i care very much about mm -hmm. that have different political beliefs and just like you said um i wouldn't even necessarily have known that yeah. but um i cannot be facebook friends with them because okay. i there are people that i like in person and i do not like the facebook version yes. of them i don't like that i don't like whatever the stuff that they're posting i don't like hearing it all the time and um i believe i mean okay everyone has their own news feed everyone gets to do it kind of whatever they want i snooze people i hide people i block yep. like i Same. do that thing where you don't see any of their stuff but you stay friends mm -hmm. i have straight up unfriended people who come onto my posts and won't shut up um, I mean, to me, it's like, it's almost, it's become a part of our real world, but it is this sort of like weird little fantasy world sometimes. And, um, where I think it's, you know, we're sitting there in vacuums and we've got, you know, 15 or 20 minutes to come up with a real good zinger. And then <laughs> yeah. we go over and we like type it in and then, you know, and I don't know if you've ever felt this emotion. I don't like this emotion. And when I feel it, it's a clue to me that I need to chill out is that I will reply to somebody with a really good zinger and then I am waiting for them to see it mm -hmm. and respond so that I can continue to engage sure. in yes. the conversation. And you know, and I, I keep checking to be like, Oh, did they see that burn? Did they see that dope sick burn that I put down there? They're, they're tending to their wounds as we speak. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, they're not, they're like having dinner with their family, yeah. you know, yeah. like they're totally removed from like what's actually going on. So, um, and I also, thing too that there is a little bit of a generational gap sometimes on Facebook like uh -huh. if you notice like okay I have these really young cute cousins and um, but they they're not on Facebook hardly at all they have something you know some super small number of friends compared to like their Instagram or sure. their snapchat like they're putting all of their you know energy there and then you sometimes have like an older generation that have now kind of descended onto Facebook and I think that there are some people <laughs> who don't necessarily understand the concept of like we're all seeing yes. everything it's almost like they use it sort of like Pinterest where it's like <laughs> you know it's like political meme political meme political meme and it's just like yes. boom 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 and uh -huh. like you look at it and from the time that they first posted to last posted like five minutes yeah they got like 12 things yeah. up there and you know and so for some of that stuff i just have to you know say we can remain friends but i don't want to see any of sure. your stuff um and and we actually had a discussion earlier today i mean i, I about because i was thinking like no i've i've unfriended i'm not unfriended I, i've unfollowed because it's more of an unfollow thing but yeah if they start posting stuff on my thing like i've had some people like just being generally like like questioning my morals like and that not often but there were a couple people and I'm like to those I'm just like okay we have we can't be friends on here like, like we're super here. we're super nice in person or anything like that and then that happens and I'm just like I can't handle that but the unfollow it's not even like hey people who disagree with me it's literally just like I just can't like this is not what I want my newsfeed to be like right. I'm I'm like looking for some positive things and like you know, it's, everything's getting drowned out in, in this stuff. So I totally understand what you're and saying. And it's not always political. Like sometimes people, like there's just some people who, um, are in the habit of complaining. Sure. You know, and I get it cause I have gone through seasons of my life where I have also been in the habit of complaining mm -hmm. and I'm grateful that right now I'm not in one of those seasons, but, um, I sure could be again. And I am also really susceptible to like, you know, if somebody starts complaining to me about like, Oh, how long the line is at the grocery store. And I read that. I'm so susceptible to that. Next time I go to the grocery store and the line's long, I'm going to be like, this is what they were talking about. This is what they were talking about. It's an epidemic. It's out <laughs> yeah. of control. So, yeah. it's um, I, I do try, yeah, to, to cultivate 
a, uh, a timeline that um, I want to be there. Positive and loving experience. You know, and heaven forbid we just, I can't do it, so I'm not like saying we should, but heaven forbid we just put down the phone and go experience the rest <laughs> yeah, of I the know. world. I love whenever I say that stuff too, I'm like, we just need to get off the phones. And then I'm like, as I'm typing that on right. <laughs> message. As you're somebody. texting somebody yeah, that, so, yes. Uh, so thank you for Facebook breaking us. Um, but no, I think that was a great question. So thank you, Anonymous from Urbana. I'm going to find out who you are just by searching all of the people in Urbana. Yes. Um, so uh, now comes the time of the show when I take a, a nap. deep snooze. Okay. A real hard snooze. You're so. like, um, who's that guy that t- Rip Van Winkle? Oh, he just falls asleep sometimes? He slept for 100 years. Oh, okay. Well, I'll see you in 100 years, everybody. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Back, 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 We're back, back. back from the break. I want my baby back, baby. Do you remember that? <laughs> she, oh, nope. Phillies. No, chili. <laughs> I know. I'm oh, we can't say it. Oh. Um, that Copyright was, TM. That was, there was a whole summer where you couldn't, you couldn't get away from people singing that stupid song. <laughs> yes. I, 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 this is the thing is I, I don't miss it. And I do miss it is the fact that I don't watch television like on TV except Sports, and so that's not going to be until football season again. So it's so rare that I watch TV that I never see commercials like yeah. ever. And so people talk about it. I'm like, nope, don't know about that. I have that. no idea what you're talking about. We don't have a TV. We don't. Oh. But we're not. It's, I like to make that blanket statement because it makes me sound like. We I'm, like to look at the sunset. Well, somebody asked me one time, they're like, what do you guys do? And I said, talk to each other because I, I was just being like a brat, <laughs> that person. Um, but no, the reality is that we watch Netflix on the laptop. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I was like, I don't, let's not, <clears throat> let's not uh, sell it too hard. It's like, oh, I just like to enjoy nature and meditate. Yes. Like, oh, I read. Yeah. Oh, and you know what, Mary? I was thinking, um, so last time you were kind of like, you made a joke about the fact that you, you know, bartended and stuff like that because you were a creative writing major. Yes. And I've never asked, like, did you do any actual creative writing work, like any paid jobs or anything? I did. I did. Actually, okay. I, I've had several, but um, I'm glad, okay, I'm glad you asked this because yes. um, I recently just actually told a story to somebody else. And this is my go get your job pep talk. Okay. I was fresh out of college and uh-huh. I had this creative writing this like worthless creative writing degree and but I wanted a job where I could get paid to write and I saw in the newspaper for this like super small town like satellite newspaper from like where we're at and chicken bristle time right yeah (laughs) but they were hiring for somebody to like cover like county board meetings or something Mm. like they need somebody to go do that so good yes super exciting Mm -hmm. stuff but it was a paid writing job and that's what I wanted so I went and I interviewed for the job and uh they you know the interview process went pretty well they hired me okay so I'm still in the yeah this is great we'd love to have you do this phase and he says these are the meeting times this is when you have to be there blah 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 and I said to him in that moment um I said oh those aren't gonna work for me what I was like those times aren't gonna work for me is there another do you have another writing job that I could do here Uh, and it worked oh what it worked he was like, yeah, I think we could find something oh for gosh. you. Oh, my gosh. So, I, so just because you're not actually – apply for the job, and then when you get that job <laughs> – Then ask for more. Ask for a different one. I'd like something else, please. And see if it you. works. 
just like, I'm like, hey, I've got a job with this company. Like, welcome aboard. And I'm like, well, what about the CEO? They're like, well, I guess you're right. Let's get you in there. It worked. My husband, I told my husband to do it. And he kind of, he got a job at his current company in one position that he interviewed for and was hired for. Mm-hmm. And then he found out what the pay was and it wasn't what was advertised. Uh-huh. And so he asked, they're like, oh, that's for a different position that he hadn't advertise yeah. or that he had an interview for and I said tell him you want that one he's like that doesn't work and I told him the story about how I got my first creative yes. writing job or my first writing job and it worked for him too wow just like I'd rather have the job I did apply for please thank you I'm a no limit soldier yeah, you just go no just go in there soldier. yeah Oh gosh, that's I've never heard that expression before, but it might be an episode title. No limit uh, soldier. Mary, no limit soldier. Okay, okay. <laughs> if you are over the age of thirty-five, I think that you know what a no limit. It is. They were like the rap group that you had to hide from your parents because your parents would oh. freak out if they knew that white Midwest girl was listening to No Limit Soldier. Sure. I think it's technically Soldier. <laughs> but I'm not like actually going to say No Limit Soldier. No, that's fine. Yeah, I might maybe not an episode title then, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, And I think the S was like a dollar sign. Sure. No, of course you got to got to have some some ampersands yeah. things like that in there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, before hashtags were cool. Um, so, uh, you know what, Mary, I was thinking since, since you, uh, sneak attacked me with Andy's story time, uh, why don't you tell me what, uh, Mary isn't good at? Well, I had to think long and hard on this one. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. Um, okay. So this actually, um, this, I am not good at many, many things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not good at things throughout my day, but I think the key is just to keep powering on. Mm-hmm. Um, don't die. Just keep trying. Just do your best. Mary's not good at dying. Yeah. uh, No, I'm not good at not... Wait. I'm not good... Yeah, I'm not good at dying. I'm alive. Okay, thanks. Um, This is what I'm here for. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Like, remind me that I'm alive. Yes. Um, I'm not good at feeding myself. Oh. And we're supposed to do it pretty regularly. I I hear tail. They they have almost like uh, meals named and everything like that. I have yeah. There's like scheduled times when you're supposed to do it. I yeah. think. Okay, so I have multiple problems with this. One, um, I have not figured out the correct amount of food for my body. I either will eat so much that I am physically uncomfortable, or I will not eat enough because I'm gonna get skinny by tomorrow. <laughs> and then like what happens is then I overeat later, and it's like I'm always like out like my poor blood sugar is like always like it's doing... just like what are you doing yeah, it's like a roller coaster it's like oh this is great oh this is awful oh this is wonderful oh my god i want to kill you so um so that's part of it and then also too though i wait until i get to a point okay i had a friend actually who had to tell me because i would eat if there was a little bit of leftover food and I was full, I would feel like I had to finish it. Like I couldn't throw it away. Sure. And she said, Mary, you are not a garbage can. And that was well, like, I'm not a garbage can <laughs> kidding, kidding, for food. For food. Okay. I may be a garbage can for ideas. <laughs> yes. But, um, yeah, it's like, you know what? You're right. Like I don't need to fit. And I know that there was a lot of food wasted and a lot of people go hungry. And I don't know if I'm actually, I would like to say that I'm thinking about all of those things when I polish off my kids' chicken nuggets, but I'm not. Yeah. And I mean, also in, in the fact is, is that those, those people that are hungry aren't getting fed because you're eating the food. <laughs> 
I know, it's food. true. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I will take some calories for the rest of the Yeah, I'll take some main. calories for the rest of you. But, um, so there's that. And then, yeah, I just, I wait way too long. And then I make, and it, like, the closest thing to me is what I'm going to eat. Mm-hmm. And it is almost always a convenience food. Sure. I'm way more likely to grab. Six little Debbies. Yes. Or, yeah. like, a, like, a candy bar or, like, one of my kids' fruit roll-ups versus, like, an apple. So, um, I have been trying to actually make, like, eat at, like, actual intervals you know keep okay. my treat sure. my body like a machine so your stomach's like hey i have an idea of what's going on and this isn't just mad chaos yeah and by by trying i mean i have thought about it you know what i mean like i am aware of the fact that the i old should be doing it. try yeah it's like hey oh that thing that you said you were gonna do and didn't do here here we are now uh-huh. now you you know i think when i first met you not met you met you but when i first saw you today when i was walking up i think one of the first things that i said was i ate too many jelly beans and now i am uncomfortable (laughs) so yeah it's just kind of you know it just sucks to like not feel good and growing up makes it like and that's the thing is like at least for me is like growing up it's just like like i could do the exact same thing to myself like when i was young like even just like a few years ago, like in my, in my stomach could be like, this is all fine. And then just like in the past, like few years, my stomach's like, "Uh uh-uh, honey, honey, get, you are going to eat something that has protein of some sort in it or like some sort of thing that resembles a meal or else we are going to make you feel like, like, like you are on fire. Like it's just, I have, yes. So anyway, so first off, I will say my, the not eating thing, not a huge issue (laughs) on my end. But as far as what you said about, like, either eating, not to get skinny, but usually it's just, like, the times when I'm in a hurry and I'm busy and stuff like that, I'm just like, boom, got it. Uh-huh. Um, got what I need. Just something small. I'm good to go. But, yes, the other alternative is I'm going to I'm gonna set the world record for most calories consumed in yes. one sitting. Um, and uh, I'm thinking this will be a nice accompaniment to this movie I'm about to watch or something like that. And instead I'm done in, like, ten minutes the movie's still on and I'm like, well, I feel terrible now. I don't, I don't want to do anything for the I rest of the night. I can't focus on this movie yes. now. Yes. Well, and like, okay, it's amazing what small children will do for very, very little reward. Like I can get my kids to clean up all of their toys for literally a smarty, a single smarty. And I dole out candy to them like Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Like I barely give them anything. One I, smarty for you, young lady. Yeah, they get their special treat in their lunchbox is a marshmallow and they freak <laughs> out about it they think it's the greatest thing ever and so like i do that for them because i know on some level that that is a probably a good way yes. to like operate throughout your oh, day sure. and then i literally am like eating an entire bag of like haribo gummy bears <laughs> sure, like it's like, no big deal like you stupid punk kids i have money i could buy whatever i want <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was, to think of those days like especially like on holidays when it's like Oh, these are the times I get to have candy, yes. like in large abundance. And now you're just like, it's like I could just go buy like if I wanted to, I could just right now walk out there and buy fifty dollars for the candy and and die within two, <laughs> within two days if yeah. I wanted to. Um, but uh, but no, that's that's a good point. I forget about I kids. I I miss the childlike wonder of candy. Yeah, where like where you you weren't in control of it. That's no, you why weren't. it was so special. So I it think. was a reward um, for for not even good behavior. I. I had bad behavior, but yeah, whenever you get a sweet. But I also wanted to ask you, how many yes. times a week do you go to the grocery store? Um, I'd say one. 
Okay, I Googled something because I was okay. I had in my head this idea of like what the average was. Mm-hmm. Most people I think is one. The official average is, is one point six, which okay. is like one big one. And then if you if you forget a couple, like, oh yeah, we forgot. Yeah. Okay, I go to the grocery store like five times a week. What? Yes. What did you just buy like two things each time? Pretty much. Yeah. It's like I forget. I okay. I make a list, and that's the thing too is I have a list and I bring it with me yes. and I get the things that are on the list, but I forget to put things on the list. Yes. It's like there's a fundamental flaw in this yeah, system. I have which it. is that the list is just is the a list large is, suggestion. It's inadequate. Yeah. So, um, because yeah, I was thinking about this. Okay, so today that the day that we are recording right now, this is Wednesday. Yes. I went to the grocery store today. I went yesterday. I went on Monday. Mm-hmm. I went on Sunday. God. I did not go on Saturday. Oh, a day of respite. I did, yes. <laughs> and then I did go. I went on Friday uh-huh. to get like a pizza for dinner or something. Just one, yes. Yeah, like one pizza, <laughs> right? And so it's like, I just, I may as well work there, you know? Sure. And I mean, I have to imagine too, because you live out in the in the boonies, in the bristle. I yes. Mean, it's not a short trip for you to a, to a grocery store. Which I think might be part of why, yeah, it's like 20 minutes to the closest grocery store. It's like, store. if I get home and there's not food, I'll starve to death. And so you need to get it. <laughs> You're like, I'm here, so I better get it while I'm here. I wonder if it's always, because everything, like, it's like a panic mode. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we're out of eggs or we're out of milk. So I go explicitly yes. for the eggs or the milk without thinking to, like, look for anything yeah, else. Like, I know it's, I know it's January, but there could be, or no, I'm sorry, I know it's July, but there could be a snowstorm. We might be snowed in here for weeks. Well, you know, and again, with small children, like, you know, God forbid I run out of flipping graham crackers. Yeah, that's, that'll be full on just absolute desolation Uh, of that house. Okay, we... I, I said I had a rough start to my morning. The rough start for the morning was because I explicitly asked my four-year-old, what kind of cereal do you want? And he said he wanted checks, and I gave him checks, and then he screamed at me for five minutes because he said he wanted Cheerios. And I'm like, and I'm like, I know you said, he pulled an Andy. I'm like, I'm like, I know you said Cheerio, or you said, shoot. <laughs> Were shoot. you wrong? No, I, well, I don't know. I'm, but you know what? It's like, Mary's just realizing she, their four-year-old was right. I need to run home and apologize. No, but like it's, it really does. Parenting small children gives me a really great opportunity to like parent myself because I, I'm like, okay, take some breaths. I'm like, is this a big problem or a little problem? What can we do to fix it? We can get more cereal. It's not a big deal. And then like, yeah, I was in the process of trying to fix that when I spill all of the milk like oh, everywhere no. but um the first mistake was you didn't buy crispix which is a far superior product is it mm, yeah. well truthfully i shop at aldi so it's not actually checks or cheerios it's, it's rice squares rice and squares toastios <laughs> yes like mini tr- <laughs> milky mini triscuits yes <laughs> that's basically what although i mean is. i feel like a dope for not going to aldi sooner yes so that no is- i know that's one of those things where it's like I, for the longest time, was just like, isn't that just kind of like a nasty old place with like no, all this off No, I stuff? did too. But yeah, but then since then, now everybody talks about it and I see the store. I'm like, that store looks great. Like, you know, and I just kind of have... They are owned by the same people that uh, own Trader Joe's. Okay. I think, I think, okay, so I like to know all of, like, the juicy details, like, okay, so I think the two brothers, the juicy... <laughs> the hot, juicy Aldi facts. <laughs> so I think there were two brothers, and they got into a fight, like, they used to own grocery stores mm. together, and they got into a fight, and one wanted to be, like, uppity snooty, and he did Trader Joe's. That makes sense, yes. And the other one was like, no, I want to cut I'm costs. I'm a man of the people. Yeah, yes. and he did Aldi. Oh. 
And there's also juicy family drama gossip about Blaine's farm and fleet. Oh, don't get me. Don't. I don't want to get you started on that. I can't even imagine the hot goss going I know, on right? in, that, <laughs> in that world. The Blaine's farm and fleet hot goss. Yeah, this is what my life is like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you hear... Um, okay, but no, thank you. I'm glad that was that was a very good topic. Um, I'm sure other people probably appreciated that too. Um, that we suck at food. So if I see most most usually when I see somebody, it's at the grocery store. Okay, because sure. I'm there every day. I'm a, and I'm a I'm a gas station guy, so like a lot of times, like I and it's so expensive. But like occasionally, I'm like I forgot this, so I'm not like one who's gonna be like I'm gonna buy bologna and cheese sandwiches at the at the right. gas station. But like if I need chips or something like that, I'm like all right, fine. It's like three. It's like a dollar more or something like that. But I'll buy something there but you're paying yourself to not have to make another stop yes i'm saving that dollar on gas um and let's face it everybody needs chips it's very important what kind of chips do you like um i don't know there's these one okay here's the thing i'm a big fan of uh so ruffles sour cream and onion okay are the bomb um cool ranch doritos okay um have you ever crumbled those up on top of macaroni and cheese i haven't but that sounds amazing it's disgusting and amazing okay i was gonna say i was like don't just say disgusting you're like i'm gonna i'm just gonna set you out here and then hang you out to yeah. dry once no it's like, like a like dirty it. little secret uh-huh no but, that sounds great though yeah um and and then there's these kettle chips like if you i'm not gonna name the, the gas station but it's the one that's freaking everywhere in central illinois at least um, and they have like, it's like two for five for these bags of chips that are like kettle cooked ones or whatever. Uh -huh. and so it is, it is the brand of the, the gas station, but they are surprisingly good. Yeah. Like where you, I love kettle chips, like where you bite into it and it like slices the top of your mouth. Oh yes. You're like, yes, this is what oh, I want. Oh God. I was, I was so waiting to feel something for once. And I can, yeah. I, I'm not dead inside. Salt and vinegar. You get that burn in there too. Mm, so good. It's uh, a roaring endorsement for that. So, uh, so the next, uh, thing we do have is we do have the next question. Now the next question isn't exactly a question. Okay. It's all, it's a lot of questions. So we're going to do a new segment called, um, well, it's not going to be a new segment called anything. It's just going to be, uh, the <laughs> like lightning round. Okay. I got to like do some like jumping jacks in my brain to like well, get myself just like, just up. fire out the first thing that comes to mind. Oh my gosh. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm already kind of freaking out a little bit because yes. I'm like okay because that word association game I never come out looking very good in it. <laughs> I'm always like oh, you man. don't have to be on the first thing but you know yeah. I'm, just like, I'm, like, I'm gonna say something too but okay um, so these all come in from Sean E from Urbana okay um who uh who just uh, one question wasn't enough so he, he just threw a bunch of ones and Oh, all, it's, it's our friend from the podcast. It's our friend of the podcast, Sean. Yes, our, yes, our friend of the podcast, of course, Sean. Yes, yes, this makes sense. Okay. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. Thank we you. We love you. Okay, so, are you ready? I guess so. Question one. Okay. How come women get to have couches in restroom? To sit. Because men get two types of toilets. Moving on. You do? Yeah, we get the urinal and the normal toilet. Okay, I have a story. Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that is a weird time to have a story, but go ahead. Okay. I have this very, very clear memory of being, like, little, like, maybe, like, eight. And I, so I have a younger sister. She's four years younger than mm -hmm. me. And we were at the county or the 
state fair or the county fair, some fair, and we were in a porta potty, uh-huh. and we're these like little girls, right? Sure. Like we don't really have a whole lot of like urinal experience, and we're sitting there and we're using the porta potty, and my sister goes, "Hey, look at this tube!" and she sticks her whole oh, arm no, the urinal d- tube? down the urinal tube, and I was like, "That yeah, like what is that? That's so crazy!" And this then is like, like a sink for washing your hands, yeah. right? There's no water though. Yeah, and then we like came out and we told our mom, and she was like horrified. Hey, listen, it is far superior to the other hole, which would be you sitting under the ground in a big blue tub of garbage. I I, I will only use a porta potty in an extreme emergency because yes. they give me anxiety. Yeah, the smell is just the well, worst. And I don't, okay, and yeah, I'm not going to get into it. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, yeah, so for our lightning round, we're, we're killing it on the first question. Well, I always am afraid that there's like an animal or a baby down there. What? Yeah, that's why I have anxiety. I'm afraid that there's like... Stop peeing on me. somebody has like dumped something <laughs> very precious down there. And I'm like going to see it and hear it. And I'm going to have to like oh, no. do something about it. Oh, man. Okay. <clears throat> why are some people so oblivious when someone obviously isn't interested in the conversation, but they still keep talking, rattling on to the next story and the next story and the next story? Oh, that's obvious because they don't care who they're talking to. They just want to tell their story. They just want they just wanted to be like, I just need to tell this story to someone. Okay, here's I my, do that. Yeah, I was good. Well, they, okay, I think they're talking about a little bit of a different example, but yes, uh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> but no, so so I'm thinking, and I have some examples in my head that come to my brain immediately of these types of people, and it's that they have zero self awareness. Like they don't like the inter- internal monologue that you have in your brain does not exist for them. And let me tell you something. Sometimes I think, man, what a blessing that would be to not just have my yeah. brain being like, what are they thinking about this? Just like, I'm just rattling off information and cannot read any verbal cues on you. Like, <laughs> anything that you're thinking or anything like that of how great the ignorance would be. But at the same time, knowing that probably everybody's just like, this person sucks. It's probably very freeing. Oh, I'm sure. I Just to have that freedom of not having to worry about that stuff. I think I do it because I'm self-absorbed. Yeah. Oh, you're okay. No, you're talking about your storytelling. My, okay. Yeah, like, and I think that I get, I get genuinely excited by my own stories. <laughs> yes. And so the like momentum carries me through, and then I do, as you've heard, podcast listeners, I do that. Oh. Oh. And then I remember another story, and then I want to tell that one. And um, you should see me in my therapy sessions. It is like five, like we got like five story balls juggling in the air. And I'm like, I'm like, it's totally related. Just you wait. And then trying to like, what, like weave this like web of like why I had to tell you that backstory about that individual so that you can understand why I was outraged about this thing that this other person did to me. So can I add a quick story? Yeah. If this isn't okay. But at some point, like I don't remember, Mary was talking to somebody else. And I, and I heard her talking about like how she's like, go to these therapy sessions. And I just seem to be the one that's all the talking. And yes. I just talk, and I'm like, <laughs> like, Mary, you do. Un-, and I, so my comment to her was, Mary, you do understand you could literally stand in front of a broken television and talk to them that entire time. And at least you don't have to pay the television any money to sit there and listen to your yes. stories. Like it'd be the same effect. Um, I told my therapist you said that. Oh, really? Yeah. And she was like, yes, he's right. He's because right. He's so smart. How was, great is he? You I'm should start gonna, a podcast. Yeah. I wasn't getting any feedback. And, like, what would happen is I would talk. It was, like, a 50-minute session. Mm -hmm. And I would talk for 48 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, she would just kind of try and, like, Mm -hmm. be like, okay, well. I'm trying to salvage this. (laughs) (laughs) 
there's not a lot of feedback and yeah. also too i've caught myself um where i am trying to get my i'm trying to get my therapist to laugh at jokes mm -hmm. and it's like this is not a party situation I, I would do the same thing though as i know that like i've done it with doctors like and i'm like i'm like they don't like they will sometimes, but I'm like, they don't need to. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is yeah. not. This is not your friend. But whether or not, yeah, they're gonna yeah. like you. But I get, and that's a little bit of a different situation though, because you're sharing a lot of deep stuff. Okay, lightning round. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's the slowest lightning round okay. ever. Okay. If you could attend one historical event, what would it be and why? And there's an addendum. Okay. You can't okay. alter the event. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, this is the kind of stuff I was scared of. Um. Yeah. This one was weird for me too. A lot of choices. I would say you can't alter. I would. The moonwalk. I, okay, hold on. Are you talking about the moonwalk like like a picture of Michael Jackson moonwalking yeah, yeah. for the first time? Okay, no, I wasn't. But did you do you know how he did it? <coughs> no. Well, because he, he's an amazing dancer. That's okay, how he did well, it. Okay, yeah. well, that's a short story. But, thanks. but uh, he had magnets underneath the stage, and he what? had magnets in his shoes. Oh, really? So, I mean, he there's a skill to it. Like, I'm not, like, saying yeah. there wasn't. Um, but he had, um, there's magnets, and that's Okay, part and it of helped how... him to not actually have to, like, yeah. Yeah, like, he could much. slide his, his feet. Oh, okay, so a little bit of under... Okay, but, but no, I, really no, but no I don't want to hang out with Michael Jackson. <laughs> um, I want to walk on the moon. You want to be suffocating in the background watching Neil Armstrong and they're like, so, how did I, this woman get on the moon already? We thought we were the first. I did have this thought though, because I'm a horrible traveler. Okay. So then I was like, well, I, I think like the moonwalk would be fun, but what if it was horrible? Like, what if I really didn't like the trip up there? And then I was like, not feeling great. Like halfway, like, 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 like two hours in and Mary's like I want to go back yeah. like, you can't go back Mary it's a rocket <laughs> yeah um, so I think that'd be cool yes my, mine was I couldn't think of one so I just came up with something silly which was The Last Supper uh, so oh what, that's so silly yes, yes I know so so I wouldn't do anything to alter the event but you would see me in the back so I'd be in the background pretending to hand a note to Jesus like oh. I'm like I'm like hey Jesus like and then in so the that painting. way yeah, and I'd let everybody go oh, in the real event so then oh. and then I'd make sure that everybody passed along like yeah I mean Andy was there he was trying to help but like and so every painting would have they're like and that's when Andy in the background they're like what was there'll be because there's so many pictures of that yeah I'll be the guy in the in the background who was trying to save everybody but I couldn't alter the events so. I like that you have come up with a way that you are bigger than Jesus <laughs> in like, that scenario no 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 I'm in the background like I'm way off in the distance like I'm running in the I'm like running in with this note like hello <laughs> um okay so <laughs> moving on from that one um, what is the most infuriating first world problem? When the internet won't work. Yes. That's also, that is a very good one. Uh, cause then because my life have, shuts down. And you have no control over it. Like other things, like if I make a mistake, I can be like, okay, mm -hmm. or this, there's a finite time, but when the internet isn't working, you only know it when you need it, when yes. you're trying to get it to work. Yes. It's not like, oh, I'm reading a book or making dinner and the internet's not working and I don't even know right. about it. Like, so you only know about it when you're trying to use mm -hmm. it and you have zero control over it. Mm -hmm. And there's a part of my brain that knows that this is a really stupid thing to be upset about. Yeah, which, I know. Like, which then makes me even more upset about yeah. the fact that I'm upset about it. Our brains like to beat the crap out of ourselves. Yeah. My most annoying first world problem is the amount of onion rings that come with an order of onion rings anywhere. It's not enough. It's never enough. 
Do you like the big ones or the little ones? You know, I like the big ones because they're actual onion rings. The little ones are like, are like, they like chopped up onion, processed onions into like, yeah. But the big ones, like the real onion rings, they're like, you get seven. And I'm like, that's a large? They're like, yes, you get seven. But I mean like where there's the ring and it's like the ones that are big. That, I don't like the big ones because you take a bite of it and then you go to take a bite and then the half the onion flops out on your face. Oh, I see what you're saying. And you're like, oh. But, but yeah, they have like the gradually different sizes in it. Yeah, just I it's want the little one that I can okay. just pop the whole thing in my mouth. Eh, I, I like medium size, I'd say. Okay. This is an important discussion. <laughs> Getting into the hard-hitting topic. I think that we are pretty compatible when it comes to alternating food With foods, things. yes. We always... So <laughs> we can go anywhere to eat and we won't fight over yes. it. Yes. Okay, what was your worst encounter with a Canadian goose? Or a Canada goose, I think is technically the term. A Canada goose... Well, oh God, okay. Well, they're a nuisance. They're, they're everywhere. They're not great. They are mean. Mm -hmm. I think I have a health... I don't think I've ever had, like, an actual one-on-one -on -one or, like, in-depth... Because I have a healthy fear. Uh -huh. Like, I give them a very wide berth. Sure. Like, I don't want anything... But, oh, I know. Okay, so I was at... um. I was at the dollar store because uh -huh. I'm classy and um, there was a guy who worked at the place next door and he was outside and he was trying to shoo these like geese away and he had a broom uh -huh. and he was just kind of like trying to shoo them away from like the front stoop because uh -huh. they had like you know crapped everywhere and they're mean and they're honking at everybody trying to get into the store right. this lady comes up and she is pissed and she comes up and she says this is what she says she says you can't treat them like that I'm from Canada what <laughs> You're not the keeper of these geese. You know? I am. The, no, no. It turns out she is the keeper, and she is to blame for all of America's troubles. That's what he said. He said, "We'll take them back with you." <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah, she called the cops on him. Oh, for that. Jeez. Yeah, the cops oh were gosh. like, "Okay, well." Yeah, did he hit any? No, we're good. So mine. So there's a million bad ones. Like I just really? over exposure to them. What? You have a million encounters with geese? Not encounter. I mean, just like every time I see them, I'm just like, I hate you. You're the worst. You're yeah, so they are. Up. They don't care about traffic laws. No. And they're too big to just run over. Right. Exactly. It's like, jump, jump, jump. That sound effect made it sound like I knew what it sounded like, but I don't. Um, so I'm only going to say this one because this one literally happened um, on Monday of this week. Okay. So apparently over the weekend, uh, the Canada geese at our workplace got super comfy. Um, and they were just posted up like next to the doors, like a bunch of them. Great. Like, and so like I'd walked in and it was fine cause they were far enough away, like in the grass, like there's a sidewalk and then you walk in and they're kind of like farther out into the grass. So after lunch though, I got out of my car and I was walking and just kind of in true fashion, I'm like, kind of like keeping my eyes down cause there were other people and not really paying attention. And all of a sudden, like I'm kind of getting ready to around the corner to the door and I hear, Oh, they hiss? And, uh, yes. And so my immediate reaction was. There's a snake in my boots. Yeah. And so like, and I, and I looked down. Or a possum. And there is a Canadian, there's a Canada goose, literally, it had to be six inches from me. Oh my god! Because like, I just was like, and, I, and so I was like, oh. It's That's way too so close. It was just a goose. Like, so I was like, okay, whatever. But like, I genuinely thought it was like a snake or something because I was like not paying attention. It freaked me out. Um, but, uh, their but ducklings yes. are super cute though. They are. Yes. So cute. And they're like, when they all like, I'm fine. And when they're babies and little, cheep, cheep, and yeah, cheep. they're all like walking across. Yes. Yes. My you can live only for that period of time. The <laughs> second you start turning black and white, you're yeah, evil. You're out of here. Yes. My grandma was going out on uh North prospect. There's like a, uh, there's a retention pond okay. and it's like surrounded by all of those, like, <laughs> right. like a target yes. and a home depot. Uh -huh. There's like all this, like 
stuff out there. Like, this is that place for geese. Let's stay here. Well, my grandma was going out there and feeding them like every day, like bread. You she, are the problem, grandma. I know. She, she was this. afraid that they weren't going to eat. And I'm like, there's literally like a red lobster across the street. I'm sorry. Did you just suggest that the geese would go eat at Red Lobster? Uh, I, I, for some reason, I was thinking that the cheddar biscuits would like make their way over. I'm not really sure what my thought process was. They eat but... grass. Like it's just there's grass everywhere, so they're fine. Like they eat grass. I, I always see yeah, they're eating grass all the time. Oh. Yeah, they're just herbivores. Um, okay, last question because we've taken okay. so long on this section. Okay. If you were suddenly the opposite sex for the day, oh my god, what would you do? That's it. Okay, yep. what would you do? Um, if, okay, I would... Um, well, gender is fluid, um, but okay. I would... If you were a man and if I was a woman, we'll say that. If I was a man, I would go get a driver's license, an ID, a state ID, and then right. I would use that whenever I applied for any job because <laughs> yes. the wage gap is fooey. Yep. And then the next day you're like, surprise. Surprise, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> it's just Mary. Um, mine, um, and this is actually kind of a genuine thing because I don't feel great about myself a lot of times. I would post on Facebook about how ugly I feel. Um, and it would do that just because then I would get to have the experience of all of the wonderful women coming and be like, oh no, oh, you're beautiful. You're so you're great. You're a goddess. And that's the thing. And I, and cause I've said many times, I'm like, women are so supportive of women and men suck at supporting other men. And I mean, I, I, that's. And then that's not a sob story for us. I'm just saying, like, I've just always noticed that is how much they lift each other up. And so that's what I would do is I would just be like, I want to feel what it feels like to have, like, a thousand people immediately come to my aid <laughs> to rescue me from myself. Yeah, women are pretty good. I mean, yeah, we are pretty good at that. I think because we... Maybe we're making penance for how awful we are sure. to each other in like middle yes, school. Yes, we're horrid. Like, this to is each I, other. this is my amends to somebody from when I was thirteen. The things <laughs> I said to people, like, yeah, mm -hmm. it's just awful. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, so I'm sorry, all you guys. So that was the end of his questions. He did have one Game of Thrones related one, um, but I'm not. I didn't want to include it because I didn't well, have nothing on that. Do you watch Game of Thrones? Yes. Okay. I do not. And now there's all these memes shaming people that do not watch it. Have well, you seen this? Okay, no, I didn't know that. But I, I've seen ones where they're like, you know, the ones that are like, uh, have you ever watched Game of Thrones? They're like, oh, no. Like, and so it's people, I've seen it on both sides. Yeah. Well, it's, oh, we're like, no, I, I go out and live my life. Um, or, I actually have a life, thank you. No, I um, have not. Not, I don't know, is it sci-fi? Um, no, it's more like um, fantasy. I would say is that's more the like old school fantasy, like um, magic and, and dragons and. It's and just stuff not like really that. my thing. But now I feel like I'm supposed it's to. It's very watch dark it. and gritty, though. Is it? Yes, but this is not a this is not a GOT uh, fan cast. So we'll get into I it. tend to shy away just naturally from things that are very popular. Okay. Because I I don't know why like I'm like oh I'm like oh, I'm rebellious it. too. I got you. I yeah. And then I finally watch it like five years You're later. Like, oh, that makes sense. Why they like yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> like I did that with The Office. I did that with Parks and Rec. I did oh, that. Parks and Rec. I did that too, and I was yeah. like, this is the best ever. Yeah. I love that, and I actually just watched The Good Place as well. So you did. I, I told you that. Yeah, yeah it's really good. And I and it was also great. Um, okay, so we've got, we're so just because we're gotten going a little bit long here on that last question. Um, I, uh, uh, this has been a great episode. Thanks everybody again for all of the love you've shown us on Facebook, um, social media of all kinds. 
um, the listens, everybody who's been listening and everything like that. Uh, it's been greatly appreciated. Um, so where to find us? Yes. Uh, on Facebook, the aforementioned, at Mary and Andy aren't good at this. Yes. Um, please, on that page, you can uh, rate and recommend us to your friends, uh-huh. uh, which helps us a lot. Especially when that one person who doesn't quite know how to use Facebook accidentally rates us one star. The more reviews and rates we have for that will offset. Do we offset. have one of those? No, we don't. But oh. that, those always are coming. Or the person who's just like, I thought four stars was good. And we're like, no. We're um, like, they didn't have any cheese dip. They didn't include cheese dip in the show, which was bogus. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, and please... Um, recommend us to you so recommend us to your friends please share the episode on facebook um share the love uh please subscribe rate and review on apple podcasts um and you can follow us on spotify or wherever you get your podcasts that's where i listen to it yes and as always email your questions slash stories to mary and andy care at gmail.com And of course, our last segment, which yes. everyone is their favorite segment that they st- tune in for, is Sweet Virginia. Dun, 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 Virginia Watch. <laughs> did you? We find are still out? waiting. So here's the thing: it occurred to me after the first time we did a Virginia Watch that uh, I do ha- I do know someone in fr- uh, from there is David. I don't know if you remember David, who is uh, yes, is veterinarian. Uh, um, so, and I think he might listen. Veterinarian Dave. Pay. That's the only person I know of from there. But like that doesn't account for like it has to be at least like. 40 to 50 listens like it's like percentage wise I'm like this is like it's not huge like Illinois still is overwhelming but like it has to have been a ton of listens so Dave unless you somehow hacked it and figured out a way to make it count you multiple times he uh, lanced a cyst on my dog's back oh really it was very kind of Uh, him see I'm glad I mentioned him hi Dave hopefully you're listening (laughs) Uh, we miss you Um, so again thank you everybody Uh, Mary do you have any closing remarks um I don't think I do Okay. Well, thank you, everybody. We will catch you next week. Yes.